Welcome back to the Dad Chronicle. I'm your host, I'm Alex Albisu, and this is episode 50. Yes, that is right, everybody at home. 50 episodes of this thing. Holy crap, can you believe it? I can't. This is amazing. Uh, it all started uh, back in November of 2000 and, uh, what, 16 that the first episode came out. And uh, it was telling the story of of the, the pregnancy that my wife, Deanna, went through. Uh, and I figured... What better way to celebrate 50 episodes than to have her back? You are now, Deanna. Well, we'll say hi to the folks at home. Hi, everyone. Uh, you, you are the uh, most tenured guest on this show, and you're not even a dad. Well, look at that. How about that? All right, I mean, so, I guess the person who was able to help you become a dad. Yeah, that's helpful. Yeah. I, it's pretty helpful, at least. Yeah. So, I only did a little bit. Only a little bit. Uh, so uh, I know be- you were like the brunt. You held the brunt of the weight of that whole thing. So. Oh, yeah. I, I am the... I am the pretty much the person that helped see that into. Yep, completely. Yeah, all those eight nine months. Mm-hmm. All fell really hard brutal. on you. Yep. That was brutal for yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, but in all seriousness, um, it's been quite a journey mm-hmm. up to these fifty episodes. A lot has been going on with life, with uh, parenting, with work, with a lot of yeah. things. A lot of things going on, and. Uh, you know, if you want to go back and listen to any of the episodes that we've had up to this point, you can uh, head to thedadchronicle.com. And as always, you can chime in on the conversation by emailing thedadchroniclepodcast at gmail.com. But what we're here to talk about is just kind of reflecting back um, on, on our journey as parents up to this point. And uh, especially around the topic, you know, this is something that we talked about over the weekend and, and thought it would be a really good conversation to have as sort of episode 50 what it's like to have a toddler at this stage in the game so aria is a little over a year and a half Mm -hmm. and we're at that point where you know we're we're trying to socialize we're we're taking her to places we're trying to find that balance between you know things that we need things that she needs and how do we kind of approach that um deanna what what are your thoughts on this whole topic around taking your kid out to places, still having, you know, a life, but also, you know, catering to what the kid needs. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's times where, I mean, and we're, when we say taking them out places, it's mainly for things to do with friends. I mean, if I don't have to bring Aria out on errands, I don't. Um, but she's also like, and if you do, then you do like, it's just, it, it's how it works and it depends on what time of day you go. And that's one thing you got to note, like, right. I'm not going to take her to the grocery store at noon. That's right in the middle of her nap time. She's just going to melt down. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those things that you do what you have to do. She is so active right now. Yeah. Um, wants to run around and talk and play and, explore like she is so into exploring um climbing yes climbing is pretty bad um but as far as taking her out places like when we have friends who invite us it is a conversation between you and i on like okay so is this something we bring aria to or not right and there's a couple things that go into that does that mean that you know is it i mean part of it is like should we bring our kid to whatever's going on like is that appropriate or can she even go? Like, does the place kind of allow kids? Yep. Um, and then do we really, do we want to deal with that? Like, mm-hmm. or do we want to just see our friends? And I'd say most of the time we take her. Um, I, I think we've been really good since she's been born not to keep her in the house. 
um, to go and do things with her. And um, I mean, granted, on the weekends, like if we can, we try and stay home. But if anyone knows our schedule, they know that we really are rarely home. <laughs> yeah, we're always doing something. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's something I've talked about on the show is like how we've taken Aria to swim classes mm-hmm. on Saturday. Sunday mornings are all about soccer now. And I mean, yeah, it's, there's a lot going on. So, you know, like I mentioned at the top of the show, like, I mean, works crazy for both of us, which means that, you know, our, our weeks are usually like we're drained. And so... You know, yeah, and then you a, come home to a kid and there's your, you know, your, your at home job. And yeah. that is, we're both in a really tiring. interesting time. And I think other people might feel the same way depending on their jobs and what they've got going on. But we're both at a point in our lives and in our personal lives and in our careers where there's a lot being asked of us. Um, but it's also remembering that like she's only going to be this age right now. Yep. So taking her to experience those things. Um, like one of the things recently that we went and did that gave was giving me a lot of personal anxiety on, okay, I know we can do this, but, you know, XYZ was going to Boston to visit Brian yeah. and Jen and uh, and Lee. You know, that was going to be Aria's first flight. Yeah, um, if you haven't listened to that episode, that's the episode previous to this. You can go to the dadchronicle.com and, and hear episode 49. Yeah, so that one was, I mean... I, I don't I even think at one point you kind of looked at me and knowing how much of a planner I am, it was to the point that you were like, it's OK, like everything is fine. We It's good. We're good. Um, but it really was one of those things. I was like, there is something inside me that's like, this is we have to do this, but I am very nervous to do this yeah. right now. Yeah. And um, I think I'm pretty good about that kind of thing. But that was definitely something that once it got closer it was like oh crap like yeah and like i look at the like the state of doing things with your kids and i think that traveling is like the pinnacle of, right like like when we're talking about going out with your kid like yeah it's like okay you take your kid over to a friend's house or you could take them into mm-hmm. a restaurant how how loud does the restaurant get so they can cover up the screaming that your right. child does when she can't have what she wants um like all that is stressful in its own right. Traveling is something exceptionally stressful when you have a kid. But it's it also, has the potential to be, I should say. And the reason I bring that up is because that was something that you really pushed to do. It was one of those things that we hadn't seen, you know, Brian and Jen and Nick in a while. And it was like, let's go. Like, what's holding us back? And I couldn't find any excuse. And I wanted to see them too. So it was like, let's just do it. See what happens. It's going to happen soon. And um, so we just did and everything worked out great, but it definitely was a very uh, leading up to that was very nerve wracking for me. So for for folks listening out there, um, like what would you say to them to help like cope with the idea of taking your kid out places if that's a challenge or if if people are experiencing anxiety about that? what, What do you what do you recommend people do to help subside that? So part of me thinks um, that part of it is getting yourself in a state because your kid feeds off your energy. Um, that's easier said than done. I understand. Um, I, I think it's, I'm much, I'm a tough love kind of person. So if I start feeling anxious about that thing, it's like, okay, Deanna, focus up. What do you need to accomplish said goal? And you just kind of look through it. So if I'm going out with Aria, say I'm going to run to Target or we're going over to a friend's house, it's making sure that we've got anything Aria could want 
you know, and that's not saying that we bring the whole house with us. She has her bag. And in her bag has a couple of books. We have some bottles. We have her water. We have her snacks. Yep. Like the snacks are key with her right now. Her neck. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, Aria calls them necks. Yeah. You like, say, Aria, do you want a snack? And she goes, neck. Yeah. She doesn't even say the S at the beginning. Yeah. It's adorable. Um, so making sure that you're prepared, but that you're also calm. Because once you start getting all worked up, been anxious about it she's gonna feed off that i've had that happen in stores before yeah where she gets i start starting to worry about her whining and then i i realize that she continues to whine because i'm not chill about it and just not having a conversation with her about it and things like that so just making sure you're prepared and you know what sometimes you just gotta go you leave if it gets to that point it sucks but at the end of the day like peace out my child's acting like a fool it's time yeah. to go. And you know, um, this is another thing that we talked a little bit about was how, <clears throat> you know, like it's going to be tough to really maintain relationships mm-hmm. when you have a kid. And, um, you know, I, I feel like at times we're not the best of friends I would to agree. some people. It's hard. And, it, and, it, and it, I think that what... I would say, especially in this area, not to interrupt you, it's yeah. just by the by the end of the day, it's already taking me an hour to get home from work. Um, you know, there's a lot that in this area with the traffic, it's just yeah. hard to, all our friends are all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that what is important to, uh, to reflect on if you're a parent is, you know, what is, or I guess who they, who in your friend circle sticks around, who in your friend circle just kind of, uh, it, or not just stick around, like who understands and they don't have to right. be parents to understand. Um, I feel like we were understanding when our friends had had kids mm-hmm. before we had Aria. Uh, when when they understand, like you know what, it is tough. We understand that that you have limited time. We're just really happy to see you. We're always here for you. Yeah, it's one of those things that I mean, I will I'll take you know my best friend from high school, Michelle, for instance. We've been best friends since I was fifty. Like she's known me longer than you, which is she's one of the only people in my family that's known me longer than you. Um, and she is definitely someone we didn't go to the same college, but anytime we picked up the phone to call, we were there. You pick up right where you left off. And that's the kind of, and I think anyone who has kids understands like, those are your friends. Those are your, like the ones that are going to be there for you. Yeah. Um, you know, as we get older, our focus is our daughter Yeah. and our family. And Whoever doesn't understand that, then I'm sorry. Like, she is my life. She is my world. This is what we focus on. Yep. Um, I'm still here for anyone who needs anything, but my daughter is going to come first. Yeah, that's the way it um, is. Sorry, I can't go out to drinks with you every week or anything like that. By the end of the day, I just want to go home. <laughs> yeah, and I, I want to see my kid and I want to yeah. see my family and these dogs. you got a Finn dog sitting right there next to you <laughs> trying to keep him chilled out Bailey's all happily laying in her bed across the way. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time you were on this show, it was episode 40. That's 10 episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you've, you've listened to all the episodes up to this point, I think. Yep. Almost all of them, at least. What has been your favorite moment over the past like 10 episodes? Over the past 10 episodes? Yeah. If you can, if you can even think back that far. I don't remember who. That's, I've listened to all of them, so they all get jumbled up. That's been a highlight um, for you. I will say, and I'm really sorry, I'm not going to remember the names, but 
your guest who came on and talked about screen time. Oh, uh, Keith. Yeah. Really helped me put that in perspective because, um, and I, I really liked his approach in that, you know, Aria watches TV. I watched TV as a kid a lot. Like I, um, I wouldn't say a lot. The way my parents decided to do it, and actually, if you go to my parents' house, this is still how they do it. They have the TV on. Most of the time, it's on mute, and there's music playing in the background. So I was always, there was always like an episode of Sesame Street or, you know, uh, Captain Planet, like that kind of stuff was always on the TV for me. But it helped me realize that it the TV's not a big deal. Like, I don't have to... I don't get sucked in. I don't have to sit here and just watch it. And that was kind of the mentality I was going in with Aria. We started letting Aria watch Sesame Street at like three, four months old. We just had it on in the background all the time. Yeah, and it wasn't even a thing for her. And it wasn't a thing. <clears throat> and I know more recently she'll get a little more sucked in um, to things, but I think she's starting to comprehend things. And I watch her watch Sesame Street differently than she did before. She's interacting. She's actually learning from it. Um, Saying words and reacting to colors, numbers. I mean, the thing that that, like really, it it was around the same time that that episode came out. I was watching her watch Sesame Street and it was um, the episode about dance your favorite dance day. And Nina is going around teaching everybody all the dance because Nina knows all the dances of the world. And Rosita and Telly are crying because they don't know how to do the chicken dance. So Nina is saying, I could teach you guys. So as Nina is teaching them to do the chicken dance, Aria is doing the same exact thing. And she is learning how to do the chicken dance. Yeah, it's adorable. Something so simple, but still like watching her fully comprehend what was happening was like, it warms your heart. You're like, this is really actually helping my child develop. And not to say that we literally put her in front of the TV and that's the babysitter, because it's not, but it's not that we're putting her in front and not talking to her about it. Yeah, we're interacting it, with it's her. It's having right those now. conversations with her. And like when after she did, I was like, Aria, that was a great job. You did the chicken dance. Like, so making her realize like this is a joint thing. This isn't just watch TV while mommy and daddy, you know, sit here and read a book or, you know, watch a video or whatever. No, this is all of us together. Yep. watching um and for and, anybody listening that's episode 48 so it's mm, two episodes ago yeah so that one was really like i just really liked his approach in that and and one thing that resonated with me that he said was and this is just what you know everybody has their own opinion but screens are the way of life now yeah right yeah if if you don't let them experience you're not setting them up for success in a way yeah that's a really good point this is this is what we're moving towards yeah um i mean in my line of work alone i mean i work for a company that's got an app like it is the thing Mm -hmm. um and that's not going anywhere no it's it's not um so it's just monitoring what she does and um understanding what it is and again making her realize that this isn't just like mommy's busy so and granted sometimes that is what it is like when we had the snow day a couple days ago she yeah. watched a lot of mickey mouse clubhouse that day yeah because we had to work and we had, fine. we had phone calls and things that we had to do and you know life goes on and she's not broken yeah <laughs> like, she still works folks yeah. she's good yeah she's doing great and it's just she's learning that's the thing that was really cool to see in it more recently and like how she's interacting and so on that note like what do you think is is a highlight in aria's development at this point 
if you had if you had to call out one specific oh. thing so that Arya looks back at this and and like listens to this point in time, what do you think <laughs> is like a really fascinating thing that she's doing? She, I feel like she went from saying no words to saying like real, like a ton of real that's words. Ex- that's exactly where my mind like, is at. I just feel like once, like that weekend in Boston, just like for some reason, like kick started her communication. Yeah. Um. And and she's not saying like sentences that go together or anything but i mean she's saying more than five words yeah right now yeah um a lot of no yeah but like, when she says no it's not just no it's no 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 um and then puppies yeah, is puppies. still a very yeah. big and, word and everything's a puppy yeah everything is a puppy and i think the one that really like got me was apple like she'll, yeah. she will ask basically for an apple. Also, it, it, that only took one time. Yeah, like you that were cutting really up an apple. You said, Aria, look at this. It's an apple. She goes, apple. Apple. And, and then I think one of my favorite things she does in the morning, I think it's your favorite one too, because this morning when she wasn't downstairs when you got up, you I think you like came around the corner and you had this like look of a little bit of defeated because what she does is I'd normally go up and take care of Aria and Alex takes care of the dogs in the morning. It's just the, the routine and the schedule we've created. And so... Normally, by the time Alex comes downstairs with the dogs, Aria is sitting in her high chair eating her breakfast. And she hears the dogs come like bounding down the stairs and they come around the corner and they come around and they and she sees them and she goes, puppies. And then all of a sudden, Alex walks around the corner and she looks and she points. She goes, daddy. Um, mm-hmm. So Aria. Yeah. Um, so it's just she is really starting to understand who people are. Yeah. The dogs. Um, and she knows, like, if you say, where's Finn? She'll point at Finn. She can't say Finn or Bailey, but she knows which one's which. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, the words thing is really like, just like threw me off, shocked yeah. me. Yeah. I was like, oh. And it, like night and day. Yeah. Difference from where we were very recently. So now granted, she still babbles. Oh and yeah. We totally, like for those of you out there, I've been asked before if we understand that. And I'm like, no, 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 that's just babbling. Yeah. There's no understanding that. Nope. So, yeah. yeah. But it's been a hell of a ride. It's it has. She's been so fun. Yeah. She's been a... It's not all roses. I mean, it's... Oh, it's tough. It's tough. Toddler yeah. life is tough. And she is a very strong-willed little girl. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's been... Keep your, keep your patience. You're doing a good job. Thank you. So are you. And uh, we'll, we'll see where we're at in another 50 episodes. Yeah. Probably more like another 10 episodes. Probably have you on every 10 or so. Oh, is that the idea? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like that's good milestones yeah that's fine with me anyway as long as no one's sick of hearing about me i'm not a dad no no this is good this is our this is our little selfish update oh okay that's the way i see it this is an for aria update yeah all right so for everybody listening at home that's going to be a show and as always you can go back and listen to other stories of fatherhood by visiting the dadchronicle.com again our guest is my wife deanna deanna say uh, say goodbye to everybody at home bye y'all see ya If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.